0: CliffCentral.com. All right, it is time for Collectomania. And today's guest on Collectomania is Benji Moody, who's a veteran of the South African music industry. He's helped develop some of the giants in the SA music business, including Evoid, Mango Groove, Mark Alex, Little Sister, countless others. His real passion now is a record store that he has in johannesburg working in a record store with his first job in hillbrow when he was 16 so it's amazing to see that he is back selling playing and talking about music so here he is benji moody how you Benj? hey gareth and team how's it it's nice to see you man i haven't uh, i haven't seen you in cool. ages yeah, yeah yeah how are you doing
1: i'm doing fine i think the last time we saw each other was probably at sun city um drinking tequila
0: <laughs> i'm glad to hear that you're still on that <laughs> on that vibe but listen first of all just tell us about your 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 shop because um we were complaining the other day that music stores have gone and you know there's nowhere to do this anymore but people like you are keeping the faith alive
1: Well, when I left Universal uh, back in 2013, I kind of hit on this thing to um, work in a record store, which, as as you quite rightly pointed out, was my first job. And I wanted to go back to that. I've never moved away from records. I've always had records. I've always collected records. um, And it just thankfully coincided with this rise of, of, of the vinyl record and the decline of of CD and DVD, and the the rise, of course, as you said, of Spotify. Yeah. So vinyl records have become a a, a serious contender, and there's such a shortage of releases now because they're backed up. There's not yeah. enough plants in Europe, and Japan, and America.
0: So first of all, what's your record store called, and, and where can we find it?
1: Oh, it's called uh, okay, it's Vinyl Junkie. It's in uh, Conrad Driving Blair Gallery.
0: Beautiful, uh, and you are, you are you selling specifically uh, you know collectors editions of things, or are you pretty much no. Buying well, up I mean, I,
1: s- and- I sell those.
0: Yeah, sure. I sell
1: collectors. I sell brand new one eighty gram stuff. I sell everything from ABBA to ZZ Top. I mean, beautiful. The the middle market for me is the young people that are coming in and and buying records, and that that's been the most amazing development in the last couple of years, is the amount of young people. Uh, buying records and buying record players
0: so so benji just for starters i mean you've got an incredible and impressive collection yourself uh you you know but you've you've trimmed that right down as people tend to do when they decide nah, this is taking up too much space i mean i've got shelves and shelves of cds i don't know what i'm ever going to do with them i don't even have a cd (laughs) player in my house at the moment but most of my music is now digital and when i listen to stuff it's on my phone or on you know, on an iPad or whatever, how do you decide, like you did, that you're going to cut your 16,000 records down to just 200 albums? How do you even make those decisions?
1: It was a very difficult decision. Um, I I really based it upon what that record meant to me when I was young Um, and growing up or, or certain periods of my life. Um, and it was hard. I mean, I held on to about two thousand for a while, and then eventually, when I opened the shop, I thought, you know, just let it go and and, and now i 'm sitting yeah two hundred and counting again because i 've started collecting again
0: <laughs> so collecting music you't you
1: get away, you, you don 't get away from it no. if, if, if you love if you love records, you know
0: but collecting music is very different to collecting other things because you actually participate in it. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I collect books, I collect coins, I collect um military memorabilia, but the music collection is something I actually participate in regularly. I'll listen to a couple of songs and it reminds me of people or of places or of things that I've done. and. It, it can be tremendously emotional to be on a musical roller coaster. I mean, do you listen to to music on your own with your headphones on, or do you like to share music with other people? I mean, is it something that you you throw into your social life or you invite people around and you listen to music together? How does it work for you?
1: Well, it works both ways. I mean, I, I do listen to music continuously every day, both both at the shop and here. And <laughs> I'm known by my friends that go, oh, my God, here he goes again, the record player's on. And, you know, I'll, I'll put stuff on and say, hey, have you heard this? You know, and, and they go, oh, they roll their eyes. But, they, you know, they, they get involved. It, it, it's, it's a very, you're right, it's personal. Um, I like my music um, as a body of work rather than a single track that you would get, say, on Spotify or, mm-hmm. or Apple iTunes. And the reason for that is it's a very simple concept. I think Michael, Da Vinci would never, or Michelangelo would never have, have painted the Sistine Chapel only one corner and then said, why don't you imagine the rest of that? What do you think? You have to listen to it as a body of work. So when you listen to Pink Floyd, the wall, you can't just listen to another brick in the wall. You've got to listen to the whole album to see it within a within, within context. Right. So I love, I love devouring albums as a piece of art, you know, as music.
0: Well I love the way you use the word devour and i I just put up a shopfront picture of your of your store and you've got a record with someone who's taken a bite out of it and a knife and fork on either side because you really you can devour music, right? It's it's the most incredible thing. And I I, I know that it's very difficult for people to choose their favorite artist or their favorite song or their favorite album. But um you, you can have more than one. You can have more than a hundred if you like. You can have as many as you want.
1: Uh, records are like soulmates to me. Uh, I think if I had to choose an artist that influenced me for the rest of my life, it's what I call my light switch moment was this record. What's that? The first album by Jimi Hendrix. It's Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Are you You experienced 1967? And I was 13, given a new record player by my father, went into the record bar in Benoni, picked this up, put it on, and that was and I went from being wanting to be an archaeologist to being something in music. So sure. it, it was responsible for me kind of traveling down that road.
0: Well I just wanna to- quickly digress to um the the, the people who mm. make collectomania possible talking about music the south african gold coin exchange and the Scoin shop are also music lovers and this year they launched coins celebrating legends like ACDC, dc david bowie elton john and they launched oh, two wow. new coins celebrating fender guitars i want to show you some pictures of these this is pretty awesome stuff so if you collect by the way here's a here's a guitar pick that um this is amazing 'll let me show you some of these pictures quickly so first of all here 's the silver Fender Stratocaster <laughs> coin. The coin is actually in the shape of the guitar, which is pretty damned amazing wow. and you can buy it there it is it 's a one ounce wow. silver Stratocaster shaped coin you know that 's a legendary guitar, and uh, people all over the world know what the Fender Stratocaster is but if you want to get hold of these, you can get hold of them, and you can find out more by emailing us at cl- uh, contact at cliffcentral.com, or you can go along to the Scoinshop Shop and find them on scoinshop.com. There is a Rocktober. So cool. That is cool, huh? There's a Rocktober competition going on, even though we're out of October already. If you send in a video of a guitar solo or even an air guitar solo, you can stand the chance of winning one of these amazing silver Fender 75th anniversary guitar pick coins. Look at this, uh, which is valued at over 3,000 rand. And you can check it out at scoinshop.com for all those details. So some very cool things that they've got on the menu at the Scoin Shop and the South African Gold Coin Exchange. Go and take a look. Pretty, pretty cool. So Benj, uh, these are these are some of the vinyl records on sale at your, your establishment, Vinyl Junkie um what a, what have you sold for the most money, and what are the what are the most in demand albums that you've got on sale there? I mean there must be people like our our mutual friend Randall Abrahams who comes and bothers you for whatever you've got and tries to find orders of things or special collector's edition stuff from overseas. What sort of stuff do you have
1: oh Randall's a real vinyl head, just like me totally. um I've, I've got everything there. Uh, uh, the, the most requested uh, are things like The Doors oh, yeah. and Zeppelin yeah. um, on the one side. And, and, and believe it or not, one of the biggest selling records is, is Dirty Dancing. Really? <laughs> I'm ashamed to say. Yeah. Is there anything? Because that- the girls come in. Yeah, that's because nobody puts Baby in the corner. That's why <laughs> that's well, good. There. The girls come in with their husbands, and the husbands brows, and then they they kind of look very bored, and then they go, "Oh, look, darling, dirty dancing." Oh,
0: nice! And I just
1: I, I just smile, you know. <laughs> As for the first part of the question, the the the, the most expensive record I've sold, twenty eight thousand rand. What was that? It was a a obscure Greek prog rock band called Aphrodite's Child, back in nineteen seventy, <laughs> did an album called Six Six Six. Yeah. Uh, which was about the apocalypse. It starred, believe it or not, do you remember Demis Roussos, the big fat Greek singer? Yes. You may not know. So Demis Roussos was in this band. That on a particular label called Vertigo yeah. in its original bags, yeah, 20, it, it, that that goes for, I think about these days, for about 2,000
0: pounds. Phenomenal. And is there something you're looking for for your own collection that you still haven't found? <laughs>
1: What did you two say? I'm still, I still I'm haven't still found, found what I'm, I'm looking, looking for. for yeah. um, wow. Probably the first album by an, L- an L.A. band called Love. It's, it's a self-titled debut from 66. Uh-huh. I'm still looking for that. I've got the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth, but I don't the first one.
0: Wow. I mean, that's, you're, you're going deep here. I, I don't think I've ever heard of yeah. of Love. <laughs> and the, That's just incredible. No.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I listen to all kinds of music. I'm into I'm into soul music, uh, big in a big way. I love Motown. I collect a lot of Motown and early Atlantic stuff. I, I I listen I listen to jazz. I listen to rock, and and I love pop music. But I like my pop music intelligent, you know, as I call it. It's very pretentious. <laughs>
0: Um, Benji, what do you suggest people like I should, people like me should do with our, our CD collections? Because it's, it's here, it's taking up all this space. I don't know if anybody wants CDs or if anybody even cares about CDs anymore, whether I should donate them to like charities that are probably going to set fire to them or something. Cause I've got most of that stuff, but, but they mean a lot to me. Like, uh, you know, some of these albums and I did a big clean out about five or six years ago. But I, some of them I just can't bear to be parted from because they've got the you know the album sleeve with the lyrics in it, or you know the the band put in some special piece of uh, of, of literature about them. This I can't throw that stuff away; it hurts too much.
1: Don't throw them away; they'll they'll come back as all things do in you culture. Think? All culture, all culture is retro, uh, and it'll come back again. Already, people are coming in and buying CDs. I I think what is is amazing, in the beginning, people used to come in and and look at the record player and pick up the record and look at the album cover, and kids would point and say, how does that work? Now they come in and they go, what are these? And you go, "They're, they're, they're CDs. And they go, like, what CDs? Yeah. So, um, you know, you can donate them, which a lot of people do. Uh, I've still got a massive collection of CDs. I'm the same as you. I'm not going to get rid of them. They mean something.
0: Well, Sharon says, my first record was an American prayer by Jim Morrison and The Doors.
1: Oh, I know that album. Yeah, it was a posthumous record that The Doors did with Morrison. It's Uh, a poetry album, actually.
0: Jim wants to know, while we're asking you questions, where can you buy a record player Mm. these days? Are oh, there still places that sell them?
1: Well, most of the, the bricks-and-mortar record shops, and there are quite a few in Joburg, um, sell turntables. Um, and that's the key to, to having a, a successful relationship, so to speak, with, with, with records. Mm-hmm. Is getting yourself a good player. Yeah. Uh,
0: Robin's looking for the Rodriguez second record and then some Carlos Santana. Got some well, of
1: coming from reality, yeah, yeah, that I've got. Santana, I've got plenty Santana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it, it's kind of, there's a lot of that around. The Rodriguez is quite rare.
0: Yeah, I, I it, it makes me a little bit sad that so many of the record companies are gone, especially those big chains you used to go into and there would be some angry teenager who'd be like, "Oh, you want soul music? What the hell's wrong with you?" And you'd you'd get attitude from them about your genre choices. But it was nice because you also got a feel for what was out there and you used to see the, you know, they'd have a, like a chart of these are the top 10 records on sale at the moment. You don't get that anymore, right?
1: No, you don't. And the reason music stores disappeared is not necessarily because the physical format disappeared or CD, but they disappeared simply because they moved away from their core business, which was selling music mm. and staffing their shops with people who understood music. Yeah. So that when you walked in and you went, have you got Queen? They wouldn't look at you blankly. Yeah. Um, so that's why the music is, and that. And the look and lessons collapsed because they were selling everything from Lego, uh, you know, to... to, to, I mean, there was so many things you could buy there. Yeah. And when vinyl came along, they all got into vinyl, but they didn't really embrace it. And I suppose they regret because vinyl worldwide is the fastest growing medium in the world.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. Benji, the the most interesting thing for me about all this music collection is that uh, when people eventually realize that their collection isn't going to go to someone who loves it as much as they do. It's a bit of a, a an aha moment. I mean, who are you going to leave all your music to? Because it's such a specialized thing. And, and I mean, listen, you, God willing, you've still got many years of enjoying it. And, and I'm not thinking about uh, exiting stage left anytime soon. So I'm still going to be listening to my music for years. But I don't know that anyone will want the music that I've collected as much as I do, especially because it's such a peculiar and individual thing. What are you going to do with it
1: uh, i have already t- t- taken moves, particularly with my South African music collection, because as you pointed out I'm very passionate about South African music, mm. and I have been all my life so i've i've I've, I've made plans to donate it to people young, younger people that are coming up who are like archivists right so the stuff will go there all the, the i'm more i'm more i'm more concerned about the south african stuff all you know that that I was involved with, and that carrying on you know. Art travels with people, um, so whilst I might be gone, the art will still be there um, through, through, uh, through other people. As for the international stuff, I don't know. My wife will probably flog it off to some record collector. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's hope there are many more years of you using it and enjoying it. I hope so, too. Now, no, this is very cool. Mbulelo, um, do you collect any music? Um, I, I don't really collect, no, not, geez, not the way Benji's describing it, no, but um, I guess I, I'm more digital now. I don't really like stuff hanging around me, but it, it's awesome to listen to somebody. I mean, music is the one outside of sport. Music's the other one, whether you're in Spain or, y- you know, Uruguay, we're, we're all connected by music, right? One, once, I mean, there, there's certain, I, I don't know if this has happened to you, Benji, you know, when you travel and you hear, uh, just one note of a song. And it reminds you of home. That can be such a, a moving thing. I don't know if it's ever happened to you where you, you just hear like, a, oh, I don't know, a Miriam Makeba song. Like I remember hearing it in Canada and I just hmm. like, whoa, it really hit yeah, me. That's, that's special.
1: Here's, it's happened to me so many times and, 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 and I'm glad you said that, the bellera. But the thing is that music traveled in the same way that commerce and people traveled through thousands of years. I've been in India in a small little classical music uh, performance where I've heard elements of Irish music because I know that people traveled over the seas in boats and took their instruments and music with them. You're quite right. Music is so universal and so emotional. Uh, and I, I'm, I, I'm just happy that when I was 13, that this thing happened to me Yeah, well, and I got involved. I mean, you- I don't, I didn't become Jimi Hendrix, but you know,
0: but you've had an incredible career and I mean the number of bands who owe their, their origin and their success partly due to you is 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 a, a huge accolade. And I mean I think that you continue to do amazing things for South African musicians, uh, in in a way that you're you kind of married to this stuff, whether you like it or not. You know, it's it's part of your life and you've made can't it part get away. of you've made it part of everyone else's life. It's just it's very, very special.
1: Well, I can't get away from it. I mean, I, I was supposed to have called it a day in two thirteen, but I've continued with it. But here's the, the thing, Gareth is, yeah, I've been. If it wasn't for them, yeah, I wouldn't have been successful. Sure, because it all starts with the music and with the artists. I'm very artist orientated mm. and artist rights orientated, mm. and that's the kind of role I do now as I mentor young artists uh, um, in. In what the industry is now, because it's a different beast uh, to what it was in two thirteen or in two ten. So I like to kind of fill them in on 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 what to do and what not to do.
0: Now that room that you're sitting in now, I can see some of the records up on the shelf there behind you, and and I mm-hmm. suppose that's a turntable, mm-hmm. and there's some there's some other equipment around there. Is that where you listen to music mostly? Is that room dedicated to music?
1: Yeah, it's it's we, we've got this beautiful open plan. Um, Music room with with lounge and dining room. It flows out on the outside, and I've got really I've got a really nice system. So beautiful, you know. I can sit in the lounge, but often I sit on the couch uh, uh, and, and and just listen. We we have music nights, Dion oh, and I. That,
0: sound, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys are just uh, you're you're a bit of an institution yourself, and and uh, the things that you continue to do for South African music and for and for and and through your radio show, letting people know about stuff and talking with such uh, understanding and knowledge about so many artists that have come and gone. It's just terrific to hear. It really is very, very special. All right. Thank you. So, Benj, uh, great to have you on the show this morning, and thank you for sharing your collection with us. And uh, keep on collecting and, and help the rest of us to start our collections. Go along to Benji's shop, and you can you can see for yourself. Um, it's, there it is, Vinyl Junkie, and you can find uh, all the records that you've always wanted and start collecting now. And you don't have to start with, uh, you know, a 100 albums. Start with three or four. That's a collection
1: absolutely very good to see you there
0: absolutely nice to see you cheers benji there's benji moody and uh, that's collectormania for this morning but don't forget there are also those incredible uh, collector's items that the scoin shop are putting on sale i mean there's a guitar pick from the solomon islands which is uh two dollars of silver but it's actually about three thousand rands worth you can also get one of these fender stratocaster silver coins but it it, it's shaped like a, a guitar that's pretty damn cool Get yourself one of those. Yeah. Cliffcentral.com